0: pathfinders to find the path podcast actual play of the mummy's mask adventure path now with more gaze attacks yeah so many gaze attacks
1: right now they're confined to sarcophagi
2: they better stay that way i'm just saying
0: so yeah i suppose uh jumping back in we are all back once again for our continued exploration of the sightless sphinx it's been going on for a couple episodes now
3: just a few just a few. few
0: When last we had left our heroes, the doorkeepers, having finished their fight against the cultists in the Silver Forge, had put to rest a haunting spirit of a dead painter before making their way out, confirming that the Geertiblilu had left out of...
3: They didn't just
4: get out of the the Sphinx, they just left. Out of here, out of Africa, I wouldn't hang about.
0: That's the line (laughs) I was looking for. (laughs) The party then returned back inside and made their way to the Hall of the Dead, which they had learned was uh, also the Hall of the Undead. Yeah. Yep. Redead, whatever you want.
3: Dead glad more. We didn't just wander about and figured out what was going on very quickly.
0: Yeah, seriously. I was really, I can't remember what episode that was. I think it was like six or seven episodes back. I was really curious when Hollis went over to that door and took a look at that. And it's like, maybe we go through this way first. I was like, oh, that would have been really interesting.
1: It would have been bad is what it would have
0: been. been It
1: would
4: have been bad. I don't know.
1: We would have been going very
0: surprised into every fight.
4: (laughs) Well, we certainly wouldn't be 12th level. True. That is
5: true. true. Nice segue.
0: The party did uh, level up during the events of the last story after uh, dealing with said haunting. And so uh, I suppose following our usual tradition, we can do a quick roundabout and just tell me uh, one cool thing that you got for your character at this level.
4: I got new spells, but they're secret because Rick is GMing right now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm also jamming 85% of the time. <laughs> yeah, but I don't I mean, yeah. want to tell
4: you my new super cool sleeve tricks, uh, things that are up my sleeve for this episode fight. Uh, I got a point in my constitution. I got a 13 con now.
0: That's exciting. Nice. Any yes. reason you didn't go is- intelligence or?
4: It was already even, so I was like, I'm going to have to buy things to make it go up anyway. Might as well buy the plus two ones.
0: Alright, so Jess got a constitution boost that did, didn't Nothing. really do much for you at this level. Yep, uh, other than s- yeah. make you one point of constitution drain further away from death.
4: Yeah, yeah. You know. So. That's how I like to play. <laughs> 12th level is kind of bad for for
0: wizards, so... Fair enough. It's not like a cool sorcerer level. What about Jordan? Okay,
2: so I took my next level of living monolith. Oh, wow. And this gives me the ability to use meld into stone at will... Uh, For those of you who may not be familiar with the ability, uh, it enables you to meld your body and possessions into a single block of stone. The stone must be large enough to accommodate your body in all three dimensions. When the casting is complete, you and not more than 100 pounds of non-living gear merge with the stone. (laughs) And basically, you get full, full and complete cover um, you can actually still hear what's going on outside of you, although you can't see it. Minor physical damage to the stone doesn't harm you, but if it destroys to the extent that you no longer fit within it, it expels you, deals some damage. The stone's mm-hmm. complete destruction expels you and slays you instantly unless you make a fort save. Even if you make your yeah. save, you still take some damage. So, you know.
4: The next pillar we come across, uh, can you just swoop inside and, like, hang out? Why? A surprise. Ha ha, kitty.
2: Oh, to do it like an
0: ambush
4: or something? <laughs> <laughs> no one expects the pillars.
0: It's true. I know uh, only Rachel will get this reference, but it reminds me a little bit of uh, Lamillion from My Hero.
4: <laughs> yeah.
0: Anyway, he's awesome. So, yeah, Heather.
3: Um, Masika got a new wandering spirit ability mm, called automatic writing, which is basically a, a divination spell once a day that she can just sit down and. Gribble away, and I think it responds with a hundred percent accuracy. I'll have to double check that. Well, interesting. So I don't have to memorize divination anymore because I can just do it.
2: Ask the quill what you should do, which is like a direct line to the author of this, which is Rick. Basically,
0: kind of, sort of, I'm more of a interpreter, really.
3: It's ninety percent effective, and I can do it twice since I'm twelfth level.
2: Nice. That's pretty
0: cool. I also just realized that Narmer got spell resistance last level.
3: He didn't because of his uh, his archetype. Uh. Uh. He got his uh, dirty trick upgrade feet instead. All uh. oh, right. That's right.
0: Oh, tricky boy. Sugar's been walking around with... That was that uh... I was doing until I got punched like ten times in the face.
4: Yeah. <laughs> nah, I stopped. Oh. Yep. Sugar's been walking around with spell resistance.
0: <laughs> Spells roll like water off a of Sugar's back. Like a yep. duck's back.
4: I mean, her natural armor sucks because she it treats me like I'm 6th level for her natural armor adjustment. But uh, spells, that's a different thing. That's why I stay
0: inside of the Fortress of Solitude, which is what I call my carrier. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I'm going to have to get her a new carrier when we get out of this dang desert.
0: It's true. This one's starting to smell like egg.
4: Dragon egg.
0: Dragon egg, mostly. It like? <laughs> it's getting warm in here. I'm sweating and I'm mostly covered in feathers. Sweating through my scales. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. What do we get Um, for Citra at this level?
1: uh, Citra got another rogue talent for this level, and I took one of my favorites, Opportunist. Oh, so
2: good. So much stabbing. So good.
1: Stabby death. So basically, I get to make an attack of opportunity when a target is damaged in melee.
0: (laughs) I do appreciate you, since you're one of those rare rogues that actually actually has... uh, minor magic and major magic, I do appreciate you not taking familiar because I would not want
2: to have to deal with <laughs> a, third a third familiar, familiar in this group.
0: No. I and
5: think then Cudi or... takes
2: a level of wizard and suddenly he's got a familiar and everybody's just familiar up. <laughs> oh okay,
5: but curious question
1: <laughs> sure. and we could pose this to the Pathfolk if Citra had a familiar what would her familiar be? Because I don't really know. Raven. I mean,
3: you'd have to take a cat to give you your extra stealth bonus. Nah, Raven. Not really
1: Ravens in Osirian. Yeah, but she calls herself Little Raven. Yeah, that's my moniker, so it would make sense. But there
0: are ravens everywhere.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, Pat Folk, what do you think Citrus familiar should be when she eventually gets to get real lessons from Hollis and become a true roguey wizard?
0: My vote is for a caiman, like a tiny little oh, alligator. A little <laughs> baby caiman. <laughs> yes. A little, little crocodile. Or
1: yeah, a
4: little snake that's like slithery and like, hello.
0: <laughs> yeah, so opportunist, always a fun rogue talent. And by fun, I mean potentially dev- deadly.
1: I'm so excited. Oh. Hopefully it helps me out in this fight that's about to go down.
0: Uh, yeah, we <laughs> got a fight. point. Uh, Let's do it. Yeah, so everyone leveled up. You guys went in here. You took a look at a dead body that was laying over to the side. Hollis uh, went all CSI, leaned down, sniffed the bones, and went, "Hmm, this smells like BODOC to me." And then realized the placement of the uh, sarcophagi. And imagine just had that like narrow-eyed, clever girl sort of look.
4: It was clever, yeah. And then
2: put t- put down her sunglasses and went,
5: "Yeah." <laughs> it's true. But she could, would put down her sunglasses.
1: She would put on her sunglasses.
0: Okay, fine. All of this nonwithstanding. The party then decided to walk the uh, the narrow tightrope between the two sides of the room. And by that, I mean it's like 10 feet wide uh, <laughs> to make their way deeper into the complex. But as they did so, they heard the distant foo, 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 of wings right. as a pair of Moftet warriors had flown out brandishing their twin scimitars as they flew high into the air, cried out to their god Ereshkigal. And let's go ahead and get some initiative from the party, shall we?
2: Okie dokie.
5: Screw you, you up a little combat
0: music here. Sirenscape. Oh
5: there we go. Join a cult. Start.
4: Wow. I'm not ready. I rolled badly.
0: <laughs> I'm not ready to join a cult.
2: That something at it reminds cost. me of that 1985 like don't play D&D It's like sa- satanic or whatever Like comic satanic panic yep. <laughs> Hollis
0: Starkweather
4: Hollis rolled a 6 for a 13
0: Alright Sudi Kantar Sudi rolled a perfect 20 for a 23
4: Oh, There goes
5: uh-huh. your whole good luck uh, yeah, so here.
0: Masika of the Beacon
3: Masika rolled a 14 Which gets her a 17
0: not bad. Citra Nahumra.
1: Citra rolled a 17 for a 23.
0: Ooh. Nice. I think you're a little faster than Sudi. Oh, definitely. She is.
4: Despite yes. the fact that he's a monk, with Flurry of Blows,
0: yeah, but Citra is Yeah, despite
4: the fact that I physically run
2: faster, you react faster.
4: She notices yeah. things for us faster, just a hair. Actually, I don't. He's got a higher perception than me by
0: a lot shot. I long have a perception. Your muscle yeah.
4: memory is just a hair faster.
0: Yeah. Lady Sophronia is jumping in with a 20.
4: Hey, there we go. Dang, Dang girl! Can she we fly? We were all expecting some crap to go
1: down.
0: Yes. <laughs> oh, she can fly? Dang. Her flight speed is somewhat reduced because of the plate mail, but yes, she can fly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nice. The,
1: the plate mail that, that is the ghost touch. Like
4: part of her ghosty form? No,
1: this no, it's, is. It's, remember, it's we no. gave her. It's physical.
0: Yeah, I oh, oh, right, yeah. 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 forgot about
4: that. Forgot. It's nice that none of us, you know, wear plate mail because we're always like, huh, you need plate mail? Cool. We got like seven sets of it. Here you go. <laughs>
3: it's just impractical in the desert, and also I mm-hmm. don't think any of us are proficient with it. I think you
5: get oh, so no, much sand
4: in not. your
1: joints and whatnot. Oh, could you imagine the chafing?
4: Mm-hmm. Ugh. Too bad.
0: Combat begins. Round one of combat. There is no surprise attack round. Citra Nahamra. Yeah, first initiative. You can hear them approaching, but you can't see them, I don't believe.
4: Oh, right,
1: Hmm. because you have human eyes. I do have human eyes, indeed.
0: Sad human eyes.
1: Yeah, I can't see them. I'm gonna go ahead and just pull out my second kukri then.
0: All right, so move action to retrieve your offhand kukri. You have a standard action remaining.
1: I would like to ready that if something come dangerous, something dangerous comes within my striking range, I shall strike.
0: So Citrus (laughs) spins her offhand blade into hand, crouches with her weapons at the ready, eyes darting ahead, purposefully not looking left or right. Mm -hmm. Sudikantar. Um, Okay, how
2: high off the ground
0: are these guys? They are currently flying at a height of 30 feet.
2: Well, crud. Um, (laughs) That's going to make my life hard. For a minute.
0: By the way, that archway stretches all the way up to the ceiling. Uh, The ceilings in this chamber and the chamber beyond appear to be 40 feet high. Crud, okay. (laughs) You're going to like... Can I leap 25 feet into the air? <laughs>
2: I'm, I'm, I'm honestly Probably. like, if I got big, then I'd only have to leap 20 feet in here. Um,
4: I will say we've seen Rahi fight. We know they're going to dive bomb us.
2: Hopefully. Um, okay, Sudi is going to take a five-foot step forward uh, and uh, enlarge himself because right. that seems That's necessary. That's what
3: the ability is called.
2: In beginning,
3: there you go.
1: <laughs> I tap my, into my cost
2: stone to enlarge myself, give that, myself that, was, that righteous might.
1: That was Sudi's attempt to try to be more mature and understanding of his abilities.
2: I know he's turning into an adult slowly but surely.
1: Masika disapproves.
2: Ooh. <laughs> okay. Um. Do I will ready? Can I, I can ready do a combat
0: maneuver? Right. Uh. When you take a ready to action, you can ready to ready or to perform a. St- standard action.
2: So yeah, I will ready to do a reposition on one of them that comes within range to basically like bat them into the uh, gaze range for these um, <laughs> Bodox. Okay. I love the idea of just slapping them out of the air into
0: native energy or Sudia's native level thinking
4: land. Of, uh, thinking with portals.
0: I'm playing forty <laughs> chess up here. All right. So that takes us to the cultists. The first one will take a charge action and Sudi. Oh man. Uh, which will trigger your readied action. All right, here we go.
4: We believe in you.
2: Okay, uh, seventeen and fourteen is thirty-one hey. to be their combat maneuver defense. Get a thirty-one it. will not succeed.
5: Wow! No way!
4: Oh my is gosh! Is that with your like embiggened bonus?
0: Yes, that is with me, my embiggening bonus. So yeah, unfortunately, that does not succeed. What? They have a Crazy. very impressive CMD. That's disappointing.
2: I mean, I have an impressive CMD too, so you know, the game recognizes <laughs> game, but still, yep. how dare they? They will
0: then try to <laughs> reposition you. No, uh, uh, and that so would they're be just going to try to stab you. Oh, fine. So yeah, she dives to the attack. Twin scimitars flashing as she swings. That first one is a twenty-six. That second nope. one is a thirty-six.
2: Uh, thirty-six will definitely hit me.
0: Okay, that's a threat. I'll get back to that in a second. Fourth or Third swing, 24. No. Fourth swing, plus two for charging, 28. No. And fifth swing with a 21. No. Holy cow. How many attacks do they have? Five, apparently.
2: They're freaking monks. They're They're like monk. Maybe they're hasted, who knows?
1: So this is my 90s brain, but I'm just thinking of Mighty Ducks, that he can only hit one out of five.
4: Well, because she yeah. was able yep. to fly and then do five attacks. That's wild. No, that, that's part We're of the remember, charge
0: yeah, uh, ability they can do that they yeah. have. As long as they start higher than their target, if they make a charge, they can take a full attack at the end of their charge. Yeah. <laughs> and if they are, have a high enough base attack and are two up in fighting, then five attacks isn't beyond reasoning.
5: Mm-mm.
0: Actually, a creature with an 11 base attack could have six attacks at this level. <laughs> uh, regardless, though, it rolls a 20, sorry, plus two for charge, 31 to confirm.
2: Yep, that confirms.
0: Ouch. Lame.
2: Don't you
3: have With your fortitude? Uh, yeah.
2: Oh, that's right. No, I have, amu- I have a I I have a 30% immunity to critical hits and sneak attack.
0: 30% so, all roll. right. So 30 or lower. can die. There's a 48. Yep, that gets through. Dang it. Oh, well, uh, it's still not too bad on the damage side of that. That is 18 points of damage as the scimitar lights in and slices into you. And they're unaware of this, of course, but uh, their bleeding critical. will Also have no effect because I believe you're immune to the bleed condition.
2: I am immune to the bleed damage and to take five <laughs> less because I am Stoneboy. boy. So nice. Take that. Sudi takes less damage when he's stoned, y'all. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the Great, second one now. <laughs> charges flying the past Sudi one. does... Uh... Hey now. Oh, also sorry that uh, that first one when she was charging, you to action went off, but you also got an attack of opportunity because she was still passing through your 10 foot range.
2: Oh, good point. Um, I will go ahead and uh, smack her. It's too uh, bad Citra's not right
1: there. there. Yeah, unfortunately.
2: Uh, that is a 31
0: because I rolled a 12. A 31 will strike her target.
2: Is she chaotic?
0: Oh, yes. Ooh, so 4d6 plus 8 burn with lawful fire.
2: Boom. 13 plus 8 is 21 points of damage.
0: A telling hit.
2: Take that.
4: I might have a crazy plan, Citra. Are By you going to telekinetically charge right me at something? I think I can throw you over them and on the other side.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, that'd be the way. I think. Although with telekinetic charge, isn't it straight? Uh, it's only a straight line, right? Uh. Uh-uh.
0: The second one does. Sudi have combat reflexes. Uh, yes, I do. Very well. The second one provokes an attack of opportunity as she goes flying past Sudi.
2: Whee! That is a 15 for a 34.
0: 34 will strike your target as you spin back around, lashing out at the second one. Like King Kong swatting planes out of the sky.
2: Yes. Yes. Finally,
0: <laughs> finally. <laughs>
1: apparently he's been waiting for that comparison. Hey, they're time.
0: standing
3: in the range of the zoos. Yeah, she is. True. Yeah. Well, the zoos,
0: currently apparently. flying pretty high
2: above it, but yes. Uh, 14, 22 points of damage for her. A telling hit. I love that they're chaotic so I can do extra damage to them. Continues what? ahead with the charge, hey, diving down
0: now. straight towards Masika.
5: How dare.
1: Okay.
2: Illegal uh, illegal maneuver. Flag on the play. Offsides. If
4: they're going to hit one of us, they can hit Masika. (laughs) She has good armor.
1: Yeah, but people never think she does. Hollis hides behind Masika.
0: (laughs) A 31 to hit.
3: Yeah, that'll hit me.
0: Second attack is a natural one, which will automatically miss. Yay! That's a 16. There we go. Turns that back around. 30 to hit.
3: That'll hit me. This could go either way for us, guys.
0: And that last one's a 21, so that's not going to nope. hit. So that hit was a threat. However, I don't think an 18 is going to confirm. Yeah. No, um, two of these are going to hit Masika. Both of them regular hits. Uh, so that first hit is for 20 points of damage even Ow. as wow. the blade Owzers. lashes around and slices into you. You are flat-footed, correct? She hasn't gone yet. Yes. Sneak attacks. Yeah, I was going to say that's what that extra damage was. So that second attack strikes you and that's only, well, no, that's still 19 points of damage. So as the second blade slices and then 50% chance of whether or not she's subject to the gaze, 64 is good.
1: Dang her. Darn it.
0: Playing a dangerous game there. Uh, Go ahead and give me a perception roll from everyone. Oh boy, there's more.
4: My plan changes every round I don't like, or every turn, I don't like it. (laughs) (laughs) I roll a a five for a 17. I'm sure I see lots of stuff.
2: I roll a two for a 24. Boy, howdy. I roll a 14
4: for a
2: 21.
1: Okay. I roll a 14 for a 32.
2: Yay. At least somebody sees it.
4: (laughs) Save
5: us.
0: (laughs) Sofrona gets a 35.
4: Yay! Save us.
0: Hollis is actually the only person unaware of this, Uh-oh, and she's for just me. going. I've got a spell for this. I've got a spell for this. I've got a. Ah, dang it! Dang it! <laughs> uh, Masika, these two blades slice into you, driving you back. Narmer squawks from behind you somewhere, like. <laughs> However, even as this thing bears down, this woman turns her back fully to the sarcophagi as she looms back over you, trying mm-hmm. her best not to even glance back over her shoulder. Her wings. Beating hard to keep her elevated uh, at a height of some 10 feet. The other one is currently flying at a height of 15 feet because she didn't have to dive down as low to attack Sudi. Yep. All of you, except for Hollis, hear this clanking sound metal, like, almost like chains, before everyone, again, except for Hollis, notices dust come off of the sarcophagi closest oh, towards this no. thing as if it went from lightly scratching at the inside. To beginning to hammer it with undead fists Uh-oh. as the entire sarcophagi teeters and totters back and forth.
4: Tell them that they're holes for having the fight in here. Those things are just as likely <laughs> to kill them as us.
2: We just we just all address them in Sphinx and be like, "Can we take this outside, y'all?"
3: <laughs>
0: From there, we go to Lady Sophronia.
3: She doesn't have to worry about level drain.
0: <laughs> yeah, yep, she's gonna soar out, circling around. Ascending up as she flies her way forward, circling around past the Moftet, ascending up to a height of 10 feet to be level with her, hefts her blade and swings. Lashing out with the Ghost Touch Longsword with a 31, which will strike nice. her target. Cleaving home for max damage, which is 15 points of damage as she cuts into the Moftet.
1: Go Sophronia!
4: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: uh, does anyone here speak Celestial? I do not.
4: No, not one of my thousands of languages. Nope.
0: Very well. But as she soars up, her halo goes, again, this aura of light from her goes from golden to brilliant red, like a dawn of blood and flooding fire. Nice. All you can hear is just this cry, mostly in Celestial, with this one tortured word that seems to break from it, which is the name Areshkigal, Mm -hmm. as she screams and dives to the attack.
4: Yeah, she hates them.
0: And rage. (laughs) Did I not mention she was a paladin barbarian? Uh, from Lady nice. Sophronia we go to Masika. Uh,
3: Masika is gonna take a five foot step away from <laughs> the <Cultist>. Mofftet.
2: <laughs> <Moff-Ted laughs> uh,
3: then I'm gonna cast Baleful Polymorph and try to turn her into a kitten.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh, I yes. figure right. it's worth a shot.
1: All right, guys, everybody needs to cross their fingers I was say, on this one because have to I save work.
4: the kitten from the gaze attack.
0: So, all right. It's a fortitude save, I believe. Yep. They're rogues. That's not necessarily their best. Well, I rolled a 13, which will be a 20.
3: Ah! Then she needs to make kitty. a will save to see also if she rogue. remembers. Kitty, kitty save the kitty that would be an 18 no she's a kitten and thinks she's a kitten oh no save the kitten (laughs) and then Narva is gonna swoop forward and pick up the kitten okay
2: (laughs) I love that you already had a cat uh, icon ready for such (laughs) an (laughs) occasion this is wonderful
0: so this, there's a pop. This calico cat okay. falls out oh, of yeah. the sky. Fortunately, is a cat, so just immediately flips, writes themselves in midair, and then lands because a 10 foot drop is almost nothing for a cat. Mm. You Narmer. then wish Narmer to fly out?
3: Yes, Narmer's going to pick up the cat. Or grab the <laughs> kitty, at least, I and keep this. it Yeah, away from. I turned her into a little tiny kitten. She's not a full grown cat, she's a kitten.
0: Uh, no, no, no. technically uh, you actually have to specify a tiny creature. So since she was so a full grown woman, it would be a full grown cat.
4: oh uh, okay. you made her something deadly.
0: Sugar <laughs> <No, laughs> to,
4: <call her, laughs> to keep her away from me.
0: You're like she, she didn't retain her intelligence in her sneak attack with her multiple no, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no,
3: she's she's a cat.
1: Oh my god.
5: Well, I and guess calico a calico at
1: that, so she's probably very talkative. The best cats.
0: So Norma flies out don't worry, cat, I'm gonna shave you. And then dives in, lands. Standard action to grab the cat. Go ahead and make me a uh, a combat maneuver check for armor. Oh, grab a bullet. No. Or, or a handle animal, choice is yours.
3: He doesn't have any ranks in handle animal. He doesn't have a charisma modifier, so his, his combat maneuver is gonna be way better. Just uh, wiggle some string in front of her. <laughs> I roll a 14. <laughs> Uh, which gets an armor, a 24.
0: A 24 will succeed as he flies yeah. down, grabs onto her. Don't worry, Kat, I'm gonna protect you. Stinger, make some room! He then it opens up his <laughs> chest cavity and starts to try to <laughs> Stick the cat now.
5: <laughs> There's no uh, way
0: a full-grown no, 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 no. cat is going. I will point no. out that Narmer has grappled this cat, although I will remind you that Narmer is the same size as this cat. But his
3: so... one job <laughs> is to keep the cat from looking at the sarcophagus.
0: Cover your eyes, poor summer child. <laughs> <laughs> course,
5: <the> <laughs> scoops his <laughs> over her face.
0: <laughs> There's a confused meow from the side. Hollis. <laughs>
4: Uh, okay. This uh, <laughs> cat has the
3: same save, attack, base attack, and hit points that she did before.
4: Well, Hollis isn't gonna fire spells at a cat, uh, so <laughs> Hollis isn't a monster. Yeah. Instead, Hollis is going to uh, take a five foot step up next to Masika, so okay. that only Sudi's in the way, and uh, she's gonna cast Ray of Enfeeblement on the other. Oh, nice. Cultist Moftet
0: lady. Okay. Nice. Sudi is granting partial cover and you're firing into melee.
4: Sudi. I rolled a one, so it doesn't matter. Boo.
5: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yep, so Hollis, you formulate this plan, all the rest of that, you're like aha, and then you hop over Back. and then you look down and you see the cat, you're like oh, it's a cat. Is that a calico and then sneeze violently with the horrible allergies for calico cats. Oh no, you're one
2: of those people that's more allergic to them than normal
4: cats. This is not
5: true. I refuse to accept this. Jessica does not
4: approve.
0: Very well, you're just distracted by the cute cat. Yes,
4: that makes sense.
1: Jessica has a undying love for calicos. So you can't Calico, do that. Calicos so <laughs> are best.
0: delightful. They're wonderful cats. I mean, it's still just a tiny cat wearing an unholy symbol of Ereshkigal. So, <laughs> so take that for what you will.
4: Yeah, but she doesn't worship Ereshkigal. No, but I mean, like, I just imagine this tiny little <laughs> full-grown
1: cat that, that looks father. so vicious, but Aww. she's really not. Aww.
0: So from Hollis, wow, top wow. of the initiative, Citra you ready to action did not go off.
4: Yep.
1: If you um, take a
0: five-foot step, you could flank the cat.
4: I am not going to flank the cat! <laughs> <laughs> it's a cat forever now, so... Okay,
1: and the other one, unfortunately, is 15, is 15 feet 15 up feet in the tall, air, so I So, I, I can't... mean, you
2: could run forward and try to, like,
4: jump-stab at it.
1: You but... have fly.
4: You could cast your fly scroll.
1: Well, I am going to do, like, a, a slidey between Sudi's legs maneuver.
5: Nice. Okay.
1: That way I can at least get on the other side of this lady in case she drops down a little bit.
2: That is a, a plan I'm trying to enact.
1: Yeah, and then I'm gonna ready.
2: All
0: right, so Citra rushes over, readies.
1: Yeah, so I imagine she does kind of the little video game, slide underneath the the his legs, and then she kicks up and then prepares her two kukris so that if the other cultist drops down, she's gonna step-step.
0: Sudokantar. All right,
2: Sudi turns back, realizing one of them got past him, notices there's now a cat, <laughs> has the most, like, bewildered face of, like, what the heck is going on, before kind of, like, turning back.
3: Masika gives him a thumbs up.
2: Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, it's literally, like, he basically, like, turns around, and the the Tat has been replaced with a cat, and Narmer is grappling it. <laughs> Yeah. And it's just like there's going to be so many questions after this fight. Turns back and is going to full out attack, flurry of blows. The uh, the remaining Tet, because we can't say that the other one is a Tet anymore. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> All right, here we go. Uh, first attack, I'm going to try a stunning strike to see if I can uh, put her on the ground for Citra to stab. All
0: right, ah.
2: here we go. All right, I roll an eleven for a thirty.
0: A 30 will strike your target as you spin hey around yo. and lash out with the fist. Eh, decent. Uh, manages a 23 for the fortitude save.
2: Uh, yeah, that passes. Oh. But is going to take uh, 30 points of damage. <laughs> Ouch. On that first hit.
1: Dang.
2: Uh, second attack. That is a 9 for a 28.
0: A 28 will also strike your target as you bring your fist back around a bear. Heyo. A quick one, two punch. Uh, for 24 points of damage. Another telling hit. I'm just like obliterating
2: them here. Uh, okay. Helps that they're chaotic. It does really help that they're chaotic. Um, okay, so next attack. And I'm just like decrementing down. Um, so that is a seven for a 26.
0: At 26, will strike your target.
2: Good gravy.
4: Welcome to high level frontline. 16, mm-hmm.
2: 24 points of damage again. Still going. Uh, let me take a look at how ever. many key strikes I've got left. No way, have I used five key points already? You,
0: you were we burning through them nonstop in that cultist fight.
2: That's true. Okay, I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna not. So I will not.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna
2: not. use up another one of those.
4: If only she was low enough to, to her. And end my turn. Yeah,
2: I, I, I really wish that stun had gone off because then she would have fallen and been snuck attacked.
0: From Sudi, we go to the cultist. Yep. Yeah. Silly cultists. Uh, who focuses for a moment before vanishing from sight. Dang I believe it! Hollis has see invisibility.
4: Heck yeah, she does. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's
0: still a cultist there.
4: Oh y'all, she's still there. She's
2: going for the sneak attack on me.
4: Oh yeah, that makes sense. Probably. Too bad I don't have glitter dust prepared. I really should oh. start preparing that.
2: Oh, she running.
4: Oh, she running. Is she running away. She? I don't
2: know. I can't see her.
4: I'm just imagining I hear
2: a foop, foop, foop that's like going away. You hear fooping sounds. Also, Hollis is just
4: like narrating. Look at her go like she's some sort of scaredy cat.
2: (laughs) Isn't your sea invisibility only like 60 feet out? So doesn't she disappear after she gets far away? She still went away. Mm -hmm.
1: We have a cat now. Whether I should cast that sea invisibility scroll that you made me on myself right now, especially if we're going to be facing more of these.
2: Especially if they they have that ability.
1: Yep.
0: From there, we go to the cat who's a little freaked out by an armor. Uh, However, that is a natural one for the combat maneuver roll to escape Narmer's (laughs) grapple. (laughs) So yeah, Narmer's like managed to get his little flipper around and somehow curl it up in a way that he can actually scruff a cat. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay, it's for your own good.
4: Do we have a bag? Not extra.
2: We have a bag of holding, there's a lot of
0: space in there.
4: But no air.
0: But we can leave the top open and then we could go outside and get a whole bunch of sand and just throw that in there. She have a place to go too. Oh
1: god. It, that's not how that works.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah,
1: because she definitely <laughs> thinks she's a kitty.
0: It's true. I mean I assume that's how cats work. I don't I've never had a cat. And also Shooty only eats like once every two weeks. <laughs> I've never seen him go. That's not the normal cat thing.
4: Sudi <laughs> is not a cat.
2: Also, I'm not a cat.
4: Oh Sudy, you could
3: have a cat though. Masika makes a 20 on a handle animal check to
0: calm the cat down. Uh, way, why do we have yet. a cat? Who did uh-huh. that? I,
1: I, I did we're that. We're still in did combat, that.
4: guys.
0: The door to the sarcophagi bursts open. Yeah, Uh-oh. y'all,
4: it ain't done. Oh, hey, that door opened. What the heck? Perhaps we should run? It's just gonna
3: follow us.
0: Stepping out from oh, here no. is this- This guy. Emaciated creature. It's flesh charred and dried. It's empty eye sockets seeping trails of smoke like tears and fire. Its like mouth it. is distended to the point that it's almost this just circular maw. It steps out and lets out a horrifying scream as it begins to make its way forward, uh, seemingly completely ignoring Sophronia as it starts to close on Masika.
2: Uh-oh, it saw Masika first.
0: As it shambles its way forward, brings to Lady Sophronia, who turns, sees this thing. Her halo just burns into this deeper blood red.
5: Yeah, you get it. As she screams oh. out
0: another word in the celestial, which you're not entirely positive, but you don't think is a positive thing. She will then five foot step forward.
4: Lady Sophronia, I want to put a wall down there. I guess maybe you're immune to fire. They
2: immune to fire? <laughs> no, she's not immune to fire. Mm.
4: Well, she's going to get burned, though. She's always in the way rude. She is always in the way of my walls of fire. You could
2: target the wall of fire so that it doesn't actually hit her.
4: But I want to hit the bad thing.
2: You could do that. Just angle the wall, like tilt the wall.
4: Yeah, but that doesn't help cut off the rest of the bodocks that are in their crates. Yeah, but this was the only (laughs) one that was rattling. For now.
0: But she steps forward and hefts and swings and you know what? Uh oh, she gonna smite. Yeah, she'll go ahead and burn a smite because these things are very deadly. So Fronia gonna give it to you. So Hefzer Blade swings down. That is a 36, which will strike her target. Bowsers. <laughs> it's
1: my Osiris. Mm-hmm.
2: But a good Osiris this time.
1: Yep. All
0: right, so it's undead. So double this bonus for the first attack, which means 22 extra points of damage, Ooh, plus dang. seven for a strength modifier is thirty or 29. Plus rolled an 8, so 37 points of damage with the first swing.
1: (laughs) Nice. Yep. Go Sophronia!
0: Second swing, since she only took a 5-foot step. She follows that up with a 35 which will strike her target. Does not double at this point, however, that's still another 20 points of damage. Third attack. as perfect 20, which will hit threat.
2: Yes! Hey!
0: Rolls to confirm that is a 10 plus a 10, which is a 20 plus six because she's smiting is a 26, which will strike her target. Ooh. Ooh. Which doubles also the smite damage because smite damage doubles on criticals.
1: Yay. This is why
0: Rick does not allow
1: us to play (laughs) paladin. Right.
5: Which is 46
0: points of damage as she leaps forward. Her sword blazes and light and just hammer, hammer, hammer as she cleaves it in two
4: pieces.
0: (laughs) Oh my God. Okay, good. Wow, that was awesome. Is there any additional rattles? Not at the moment. Masika.
3: we go. Um, Well, if that cat
0: escapes from this grapple, God knows what other creatures are going to pop out. Yeah. Actually, go ahead and give me a perception roll from the party.
4: I'm rolling a five again for a 17.
2: I roll a natural one for a 23.
4: Dang it, I was really
3: hoping you got something. Nope. <laughs> All right, Masika rolls a 13, which gets her twenty. 20. Uh, Narmer rolls a 19, that gets him a 33.
2: Hey, that's a good number. I was gonna
1: say, because Citra didn't roll a natural one, but she did roll a two,
0: <laughs>
1: uh, which gets me a 20.
0: Okay, so only Narmer succeeds. So we go to Masika, Narmer, Holding a scruff cat with one hand, completely ignoring the fact that it's just repeatedly just bopping him in the side of the head. (laughs) (laughs) Mashika. Uh Uh-huh. Any of you guys hear this horrifying well, like a trapped soul buried beneath the earth for time immemorial, like a fragment of its spirit had suddenly been ripped from its mortal coil?
3: No, 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 no,
2: and that seems an oddly specific way to address that. Okay, it's probably nothing.
4: Where what? is it coming from?
0: <laughs> it sounds like it's immediately ahead of us in the direction that we're going.
1: Oh, hmm. wonderful!
2: That that uh, Ma- uh, Maftet went and uh, reported and got death <laughs> <laughs> I
1: need your power, see uh,
4: Um, uh, Masika. Does anybody have a normal backpack?
2: I have uh, a handy haversack.
4: I have a handy haversack. I also have a handy haversack and a very full familiar satchel.
0: You also
2: have our uh, bag of holding type too, don't you?
0: I lost my backpack when I was killed. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Lady Sophronia. Can
3: can the sarcophagus be closed?
1: Okay. What?
2: What? No, we're not putting the cat in the sarcophagus. Just toss
1: the cat out
0: the door. You have to mummify it first.
1: (laughs) I do have in my handy haversack a hot weather outfit so why don't we take the shirt out of the hot weather outfit and tie the cat so that it doesn't run off and then maybe go put it back in the hallway or something (laughs) we can also just put the
3: cat in the hallway yeah but then a cultist might find it or something bad could happen (laughs) to it and now that i've taken away this moftet's ability to like
4: be a thing i feel responsible for it (laughs) and that's why you don't use baleful polymorph.
2: first off grade a pathfolk move right there i turn it into a cat and then
0: we're carrying it forever
4: next time turn it into a chicken and then i would put it with my chicken but i'm not putting a cat with my chicken that's a good idea they kind of kill them
0: well i suppose first off are you attempting a handle animal yes okay
4: I'm also gonna. I also
3: have an extra thing of clothes in my haversack, so I'll pull, I don't know, something out to try to tie the cat in like a, like uh, a let's, baby. Let's get your handle animal thing. first. <laughs> a cat pupusa. Oh, I roll a 17. You're gonna
1: turn it into a perrito. No, it's gonna get yes. away. Classic perrito. Uh,
3: 17 gets me a 23 on handle animal.
0: Okay. You pry Narmer's hand open, kneel down. You know, reach into your pack, pull out a little bit of a trail r- ration, hand it over a little bit of dried meat. It nibbles this, bumps its head up against your knee.
4: Aw, kitty.
0: Softly licks your hand.
4: Bites you and runs away.
3: No, I pick up the kitty. you slightly
0: a fish. No, you're more of a genie kin elemental bloodline woman and not like fish woman.
4: You don't have that Ill yes. marsh look.
0: Your little barbels aside. Lightly chews on one of your barbels. <laughs>
4: okay.
0: It's weird. Sika
3: picks up the cat.
0: And uh, I suppose it gets quiet. So All we don't
3: hear right.
2: anything else after the the wailing of a soul being ripped from its body, or whatever that was described.
0: No, well, you didn't hear that the first time either. Uh, I guess that's true.
3: <laughs> I have an extra hot weather outfit, so I'll pull out the cloak on that, and I guess turn the cat into a perito.
0: I mean, <laughs> I'll mention that you guys have cleared like numerous rooms. rooms.
2: Yeah, we could just put them in one of the like we bedrooms back. The, the, right. There's literally bedrooms right outside, like or quarters right outside of this room yeah. if we step out and go west. Uh, yeah. go Let's west.
3: put it in one of the, there is boxes and stuff in those rooms, right?
0: Yeah, you're gonna go lock it inside of a box?
1: I don't want it no, to but run in away. The room with the, it no. has a door. The rooms have
4: doors.
0: The rooms have doors.
1: Yeah, put you know, it I in like the stone room doors, with too. the boxes, though, so it'll
3: be entertained. Yeah, yeah, well, that's fine. I'll go around the corner. Do these doors have any locks or
1: anything on them? Nope. No. I just it's don't not want to learn how to open
4: the door. Just and
1: the phone doesn't to be like, chalk a cat. and write out of order and then come <laughs>
3: <on>. <laughs> Masiko will go put the cat in a room and make sure, like, throw some of the blankets on the floor for it to make a little nest and open a box so it has something to play with. And We don't have this much time, Missy. <laughs> I,
2: I love that we're just giving everybody, like the Glabber Zoo, more and more time to prep, more and more time to prep, but we take five Masika's minutes to go put this run cat
3: run back. is going to run around the hor- corner and quickly make sure the room looks safe enough for the cat and, like I said, open the box so it has something to play with and then come back. It'll okay. take her a few all of two minutes.
0: <laughs> okay. Darmer accompanies you, comes back. Show. Sure. I'm thinking either Scratcher or Stinker.
1: No, no. I. What about Biter? I assume that the cat, even in this form, still has her name and perhaps we just take her back to her people and they deal with oh, it.
4: Oh, we can give her to Rahi.
1: That's what I was figuring. And if they want to change her back, they can, or as punishment, leave her as Kitty.
2: I mean, this seems acceptable, actually. I mean, Uh, this group is not good for cats.
0: I wouldn't say necessarily as a form of punishment, because you know, part of part of punishment is a knowledge that you have done something wrong, of which now, with no mental faculty to understand what she's done,
4: she's just a just a cat. And this is why Again? enchantment is gross. <laughs> this is um, why
1: I think we should leave it to their people to deal with.
0: She says about the transmutation spell.
5: <laughs> well, it's yeah, mental. That, that's not an enchantment. You know. spell.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so All
0: unfortunately, right. when, when her brain was turned into a cat brain, it also went. I'm a cat. <laughs> this is a. Uh, this is okay. This is fine.
1: I mean, I anyway. was gonna give her to Sage, but okay. I think she should go back to her people. I mean, Ray, you did want us to bring back as many of them as we could, correct? Yeah, this he is one, I mean, this is one way to do it. Which form to bring them back in.
4: <laughs> Although next time, make it a chicken. How hard
1: this is That's technically correct.
3: I mean, I figured she was already part cat. So, you know,
1: her fur is the same color. That's interesting. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyway, we should keep going because they're plotting. They
2: They now know we are here, by the way, and have had plenty of time to uh, plot, as you say.
1: I am going to take a quick moment, though, and cast the see invisibility scroll that Hollis
4: made me. Nice.
2: Wish I could see invisibility.
4: You can't cast spells, and it's a personal only spell.
2: It's true. It's sad for me.
4: Mm -hmm. I think I'm getting better at this whole magic thing. Yeah, you're probably going to have to make a caster level check, though.
0: You have to make a use magic device check.
1: Okay, I roll a 13, which gives me a 29 plus two, a 31.
0: 31 will succeed. As you cast the scroll, the paper disintegrates to dust in your hand. Kind (laughs) of blink your eyes and feel absolutely no difference, nor see anything different because there's nothing invisible around you right now. (laughs) Cool, 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 cool. But at least now you're sure there's nothing invisible around you. The scratching sound from the sarcophagi's continue.
4: All right, let's get out of here.
2: Okay, I suppose we push forward into the next
1: room. Should I drink your potion of invisibility too? I wouldn't. I would wait.
0: I suppose all of you make your way ahead. Again, that scratching sound from the sarcophagi follows you and there's this rattling breath that comes from inside of the sarcophagi. Every once in a while, you hear this soft rattling sound like the chains Although, again, the chains, the mandicles that had bound that other bodoc inside of its prison did very little to stop it. Mm. After it was enraged enough to break free. Or hungry enough, you suppose. You're not entirely positive a thing can, in fact, feel rage anymore.
1: I must admit, Lady Sophronia, that was quite impressive.
0: I'm afraid I might have lost myself for a moment there.
1: I think it might have been necessary considering what those things are.
0: I found the vengeance side of Serenrae comes to me much easier than the merciful aspect.
1: Well, when
3: it's undead and creepy cultists, I mean, Masika shrugs.
0: Well, and I will admit that I've been impotently standing at the doorway into this hallway for a hundred years. So finally being able to reach these things is a relief.
4: Hey, maybe when we're done before you take off, you know, we can come in here and you can kill all of them.
0: I wouldn't be opposed The undead are an abomination and a blight here. Although, again, fortunately, I am protected, but I would not wish to expose any of the rest of you to the danger of facing them.
2: I mean, we could always close the doors and let you have at it.
4: Narmer can help. (laughs) Do one at a time, essentially, and then... It's uh,
0: true.
4: (laughs) Shout if you need anything.
0: I could solo one. No. Just fly up out of its reed and spit at it all day.
4: All right, everybody that's good at looking for things, look for things. (laughs) Yep. I don't want to walk into the center of that. What is that?
0: You make your way forward, (laughs) stepping into a large chamber. Runes and a hieroglyphs mark the surrounding walls. However, your eyes are drawn to a low stone table covered in brownish stains, which ring the center of this chamber. Uh
2: Uh-oh, sacrificial altar. Piles
0: of rusted chains are heaped next to the altar. I don't like it the tables surround what seems to be a redstone central altar the bloodied tables forming almost like four wings branching off from this center point of worship obsidian chips are embedded on each face of the altar forming pointed runes that stab down towards the ground and several black iron knives lie atop the altar in a puddle of fresh blood
5: oh yikes
0: You see a door that exits off towards your left and a second door that exits off towards your right.
2: Hollis, did you see which way they went when they were uh, fleeing from us, that moffed head? Mm-hmm.
1: Can we see any tracks on the ground?
2: Uh, they were flying, so there won't be any tracks or anything.
1: Well, I mean, I don't know with the flapping of wings if it's going to displace any dust or anything, or if there's any dust on the ground.
0: I mean, you can make a survival check if you so wish.
4: I might as well try.
0: Uh, what are the rest of you doing while Citra is making her survival check?
4: Hollis is going to keep an eye out for invisible things, looking up at the ceiling and down. Narmer, do you hear any more wailing?
0: Nope.
2: <laughs> I will also look at, not for invisible things, I can't do that, but I will try to look in case anything non-invisible comes up.
1: Um, well, Citra, I get a 10, which gives me a 28 survival. Nice.
0: So Hollis, you don't see anything magical here. Sudi, you kind of keep an eye glancing about. Masika, are you doing anything other than asking Narma that?
3: No, not really. Just kind of keeping a lookout.
0: Citra, you again, following the thought that they're flying, you doubt very seriously that you could easily make out where they went. Although, of course, they would have to land to open one of these doors. However, you approach towards the altar, which seems to be the area that has the most footsteps. Looking it over, you can see that numerous creatures, numerous pawed creatures have stood here like dozens of cat prints, although you can easily tell that these are of bipedal cats. There's dried, but relatively recent blood here, and you can see hand prints. Drops of the blood have just formed a small trail leading from one of the bloodstained tables towards the door to the right when you entered, the easternmost door. You don't think it has anything necessarily to do with the fleeing Moftet. But someone went that way, not flying, but walking on cat's feet.
1: Well, I can't tell where our friend from the other room went, but toward the eastern door, there's a trail of blood. That seems good. Yeah, let's follow that.
2: Sounds appropriate. Why not? We follow. We follow the blood trail.
0: Very well. You make your way forward, following the blood trail towards the door. As you begin to approach, again, the walls here are covered in hieroglyphs and there is a hieroglyphic keystone to this door as you begin to approach it. Mm-hmm. Denoting for any of you fluent in the ancient Osirian tongue.
5: which We are all of, us all of you, us
1: now. We all are.
0: That the chamber beyond is the altar of riddles.
4: Ooh, excite.
0: Heather's least favorite room.
4: Yeah. Hollis is excite. <laughs> Hollis has her string board ready.
0: Should will make me board. a... Perception roll from the party.
4: Hey, it's not a five this time. I roll an 18 for a 30.
2: Perception and I just don't agree today because I roll another two for a 24.
3: Masika rolls an 18, which gets her a uh, 24. No, 25. I can't do math. And Narmer rolls a five, which gets him a 19. Kay. Uh, Citra
1: rolled a nine for a 27.
0: So approaching the door... All of you hear mumbling a sound of voices from beyond the door as you approach closer, except for Sudi, the rest of you can determine that this is just one voice, a masculine voice seemingly talking, talking to someone and not getting a response.
5: Hmm.
0: There's an odd cadence to his voice, almost as if he's speaking in hymn or limerick or rhyme. The blood trail goes beneath the door.
2: Yeah, Sudi will look at uh, Citra. Is it trapped?
1: Citra shakes her head and gives the thumbs up.
0: All right.
2: Sudi will do a countdown real quick. What? For some reason, Cowboy Bebop just popped into my head. Um,
4: <laughs> okay, <laughs> three, two,
2: one, let's jam. Bomb. <laughs> just knocks it open the door.
4: <laughs> yes, that's what happens.
2: Yes, basically. My was a bard, man. I missed a, I missed a, a calling being a bard <laughs> and just doing all these parodies. <laughs> Be a bard next time. I know. Um, but yeah, I'll. Uh, Again, slam open the door with the assumption that we're going to immediately roll into combat with somebody.
0: Throwing open the door, you push through, revealing beyond what appears to be a short hallway. Past the edge of your light, you can see that it seems to open up into a larger room. Despite the force with which you open the door, one, it slides open silently. Nice. Two, the voice isn't interrupted. Weird.
2: Yep. That's the riddle. It's the maybe riddle of
3: the it's sound. A, maybe it is just re- magic repeating the riddle. Over yeah, and over like again. a magic mouth
2: spell kind of thing. But something was in here with all the blood. So we didn't see a trail of blood going out, I assume.
0: For those of you who speak Sphinx. Hey, it is me. It sounds like riddles.
2: <gasps> we found like a
3: Sphinx a person friend.
0: Muttering riddles over and over to himself, although somewhat disjointed. Weird. Have no weight. Wordless. Song of pain. Tin below. Punching through. Canine teeth. Screams. No, no, no,
3: no, no. I guess make our way forward. Maybe a Mofted has been driven insane in here.
0: <laughs> or we found a Sphinx friend. Who knows? You press ahead?
1: Yep. yep. We do yep. indeed.
0: Making your way to the end of this short hall, you find that the room opens up into a larger chamber beyond. As you enter into the chamber, you can see an elaborate mural of moons waxing and waning through their various phases dominates the curved wall of this room. At the end of the chamber, a pitch black altar decorated with curved black horns sits in an alcove in the center of the mural. A figure hunches in front of this not in a semblance of prayer, but as if dragging his finger through the dust and sand on the floor. It's then you realize that the floor in here is covered in what appear to be Sphinx words, forming disjointed riddles. Huh. The figure, a moftet, his wings, unlike the others, just dark, not blood red. His fur seemingly unkempt, and worn his entire body looking somewhat emaciated and underfed looks back over his shoulder as all of you enter he snarls his face becoming much more feline as he stands up to his feet reaching his hands down and laying them atop the hilts of his twin scimitars for our ambrosia we were blessed by mother nature with sting of death though our might to some is just our work soothes the dragon's breath what
4: am i, I- i'm gonna need to see that in writing
2: <laughs> <laughs> i was like i was like I, I yeah i was like oh man that's interesting It'd be fun if we can calm this guy All down right. just by answering his riddles.
1: Yeah, yeah. which I think is uh, what we're going to try to do. Uh, I'm going to point out that uh, Rachel is good at logic puzzles, not riddles, but
4: we're going to do our best. Okay, Jessica you know thinks what? she's maybe good at riddles. She was good at riddles you're, once. You're usually
1: better
3: at riddles. So just when Jordan tells you you're wrong, don't listen.
4: I assume. I assume <laughs> I'm wrong. I assume Jordan's wrong. Oh, man, riddles. Athola should be good at riddles with her 24 intelligence. It was The only part riddles, or I the dragon's
2: breath, which made me just think of like a mint.
4: I think it's bees.
2: <laughs> Somehow I don't think it's bees.
1: I mean, she might be onto something because honey yeah. is often used to soothe, soothe sore throats.
4: Yeah? Yeah?
2: Yeah. Bees oh
4: my gosh, guess?
5: Heather? Heather, did Heather! you get this? I don't
3: know. <laughs> I. I I don't know. Maybe it's bees. It's bees. <laughs> Masika kind of tilts her head to the side. Bees? You're a
4: bee.
0: He begins to growl before stopping.
4: Ha ha! Cocking Were his head right? to the
0: side. Ha. For a moment, this frenzy in his eyes seems to f- flicker. Peace.
5: Bees. <laughs>
1: are you alright
0: I walk in shadow oh god in dead of night but I bask in sun at morning light at my sport considered cruel but only by uncultured fools I slink along the eaves above never owned but often loved
3: I got nothing for that one guys (laughs)
2: Maybe we can help him by helping him solve these riddles.
4: Poor, insane Mofftet man.
2: <laughs> no, I think that'll make we him more start angry. start throwing
4: some... Let's start throwing some riddles back at him. What
3: is in my pocket?
2: <laughs> kinda, it kind of made me think of like a cat slinking along roofs and stuff, but... I walk as Shadow. But I bask in sun at morning light would be like and kind of cat-like. cats have
3: that whole
1: play with their food thing.
2: Yeah, not to can, mention you don't really cruel.
1: own a cat; they just tolerate you. I think you're right. I, I think, think it so. is a cat. Yeah,
2: like yeah, never owned but often loved. That seems like cats.
4: That cats are owned. They
5: don't well, think they
4: so. Don't think they think that. don't feel that way. Cats definitely. I'm think pretty sure they, they think you. they own us. <laughs> yeah, we will try it.
2: So I guess uh, Sudi would chime out: a cat, a cat. Of course a cat!
5: A cat, a ah. cat, 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 cat.
2: <laughs> uh, oh my god, I got one right. Holy
5: <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, this is like the first time
2: ever in I like know. our like almost me, ten years me of playing. Too.
3: I
0: don't We're... I don't do riddles. what is this?
5: Look at this. What is this?
0: He pauses, stares off. For a moment there's a look in his face that can only be seen as desperate hope. The third. The third. Poison and 3s Two sisters are we different as can be I chase her over land she pursues me over sea I break but never fall scaling mountains tall she falls but never breaks soaring over darkened lakes
1: The sun and moon
0: mm. Mm, hang on
2: mm.
3: She falls I mean day breaks night falls Yeah day yeah, and night It's got to be it's got to be the sun and the moon or it's day and night. Wow, know.
2: and we're on a roll because I think I agree. With you. <laughs> Holy cow!
3: Yeah, because day breaks and night falls. It's got it's day and yeah. night. I don't think it's actually sun and moon. I think it's day and night.
1: Yeah, we'll go with day and night. I was on the right track. Yeah. <laughs> um, is it day and night?
5: Day and
0: night. He laughs, bringing his hand up, literally biting into his hand in glee. he collapses down to his knees i can't solve them
1: well not everyone is good at riddles
4: also it depends on the riddle
0: i can see the words i can hear them but i can't make them
4: fit make the
3: words fit into what
0: they won't fit the puzzles
3: what is your
1: name?
0: My name, Ligash. <laughs> Ligash, the Swift. <laughs> That's what they called me. Was so wrong. He digs his claws into his thigh. So, so wrong. It's so dark here. I can't.
1: Why don't we help you leave?
0: I can't leave i can't leave
1: why not why not I
0: can't. he would come who Who, sorry he made me watch he made me watch what they did i had to speak the words the 23 23
1: where is Usarib now?
0: Usarib. Usarib steals. He takes the light for himself. He claims the Chamber of Sky. But he doesn't know. He doesn't know. I found a way out. He jumps up and down eagerly. I found it. I found a way out. And they come to me. They make sacrifices. I don't want to, but I take them
3: who makes sacrifices?
0: The ones that crawl and slither in the sands. They speak only sibilance.
1: I want a sense motive.
0: If you wish. Can a searching for
5: insanity,
2: because I kind of think he might have lost it.
4: Can I make a heal check yeah. to see <coughs> if he's... Or like a knowledge check about any of this stuff he's saying, like... Lighties. like it makes me think of those Lelamia that are snake ladies. Why would they sacrifice to this random guy?
0: Okay, so first off, I'll let anyone make a knowledge of nature if they wish. I also will allow anyone to make a knowledge religion or knowledge of the planes.
4: I will knowledge One or the other, not first. Uh, I roll an eleven for a twenty-five nature, and then a fourteen for a thirty-six planes. I roll a twelve for a thirty-four on nature.
2: Uh, religion, I roll a 17 for a 22.
0: Okay. And what did we get for our sense motive checks that people are wanting to do?
1: I rolled a 7 for a 23.
2: I rolled a 16 for a 25. Oh, you can sorry.
1: make a heal check as well. 25, because I got a plus 2 right now. I roll a 16 for a 28 on sense motive.
3: I roll an 11 for a 26 on the heal.
0: Okay. So I supposed to go rapid fire through all of these. So, first off, Masika, you are aware that sibilance is a hissing quality of sound, or the hissing sound itself. They crawl along the grounds and through the sand and go sss oh, okay. all the time. Mm-hmm.
1: Ah, so they speak partial tongue.
0: You, you yeah. think it's a snake, mm-hmm. but apparently they're making offerings that he doesn't want.
1: Okay. You don't okay. know
0: why, but apparently that's what he's talking about. Hollis, with your planes, and I think Sudi 36. also made a religion of... uh Twenty-five both of you are aware that 20, both of you are aware that twenty. sorry, with a 23, Sudi does not succeed. Hollis, oh wait, no, however, I've got a, a plus point. two
2: bonus. 25 is what I got. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> sure <it's>
0: <laughs> with a 25, both of you are vaguely aware of one thing. Amongst the faith of Ereshkigal Aresh- are what are referred to as the Riddles of the Flesh, which are 23 interlocking series of riddle puzzles that no mortal has ever been able to comprehend or solve. Ah, from what you understand, reading these twenty-three can cause an individual to fall into obsession and madness.
2: Ah, great, great.
5: Do uh, they do specify that heel.
0: they, yeah, <laughs> they do specify that they have answers but no one has been able to figure out the answers because in some cases, again, since this is a demon prince and it could be worshipped across the entire world, it could be an answer that's only answerable by Lashunta because it's only about an animal that's native to their planet or something Uh, like that. It's so uh, esoteric that no one can actually piece together the answers to the riddles.
1: Well, that's
3: rude.
2: Interesting.
0: And then it just drives people to madness.
2: Oh, weird.
3: So, Ussur made this poor guy try to answer all these riddles. Citra,
0: with your sense motive, Yeah, there's a lot of conflicting things here. It almost sounds like there's, it sounds like he is jumping wildly between numerous emotions. None of these seem to be necessarily hostile. It seems to be pity, fear, perhaps anger with himself. Regret seems to be very strongly in there. Uh, And you did sense actually some hatred, but only when he spoke the name Usarib. With your heel check, Yes, he whatever has happened here has driven him to insanity. Uh,
3: Masika is going to take a step forward and have her hands up so she she doesn't look threatening. Can can I
0: 10, ten dancers.
3: Lagosh, my my name is Masika. I, is it okay if I I cast a spell and and try to help you with your
1: riddles?
0: A fish that walks.
1: I mean, that's an apt description. <laughs> <laughs> Masika's
3: barbels twitch. Savage.
5: <laughs> Savage he
0: chuckles gosh. before. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Help me. I cast a heal spell, the yep. only one I have for the day, and yeah, him.
2: <laughs> that seems that seems hundred.
3: He gets 120 hit points back if he's injured. <laughs> and he's not
2: insane, which is more. Masika's
1: important. not gonna leave this poor guy. I mean, he knows things. He knows things. Maybe stuff. he
2: knows things, yeah.
1: Yeah, he might be able to help us. And apparently he found a way out? <laughs> wow, who knows? What well, Man, I, mean,
0: I mean, literally. You call upon the powers of nature in the desert. You reach out a hand. You place this gently on his forehead. You can see the various wounds, most of them seemingly self inflicted, as he's been clawing into his own chest and literally gnawing on the backs of his hands. Aww. Wow. Close up. This haziness in his eyes fades and is just replaced by the deep blue of his eyes.
3: Masika smiles.
0: They're gone. I don't hear them. He, maybe even somewhat uncomfortably for you, embraces you, <laughs> like hugs <laughs> oh, you, bear hug, oh, God, as much as thing. he can with his emaciated limbs.
4: Oh, we should feed him.
3: Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. Masika pats him on the arm. <laughs>
0: I was so wrong. Who are you? Why are you? Why are you here? You shouldn't be here.
1: We, we, calm down. We are here on a mission and we're aware that there are things going down.
0: No, no one should be in here. I was wrong. I followed him and I made a mistake. It, no one should be in here. There is an evil here that we, never that we're slips. trying
1: to get rid of. Yeah, we're not. We to We have a fun friend here who's very good at killing evil things.
0: He looks nervously towards the ghosts.
1: We're here <laughs> to stop
3: both the cult of the Forgotten Pharaoh. You know, the gold mask guys. You, you might have seen them. And Pay no uh,
2: attention to the mask on my face. Not associated with the cult, by the way.
3: And um, then Usurub. also the Glabrazu. Yeah. Well, Ussurub and
4: the Glabrazu. Demon thing. Glab-
0: what is a Glabrazu?
4: They got demon- big old weird claws. Hollis makes like claw motions.
0: Lady Sophronia nods. In my time, he was known as Nenusret. We saw him when we entered. Usereb and I... I... I didn't want to enter the Sphinx. Well, but...
1: Perhaps it's time to get out of it. Maybe.
0: Usareb told us that we could... That it was our time. The others were old and weak. And that it was our time to take the reign and move our... Pride forward. I... When Neruset tempted us... With power and riches, I didn't want anything. I... I just wanted to flee the Sphinx, but I didn't see a way to break ties with, with Usarib's cult you know, without dying. And, and I think they knew I was weak.
3: So they tried to make you do the riddles. Well, it seems like they did make you do the
0: riddles. I played along. I went along. I fought against the, the masked men, these cultists. I, we captured two of them. Usurib wished that we could take some of them prisoner. And then when they attacked, their markings, their
4: their tattoos
0: tattoos felled them, Oh, melted like water and ink off their chests. Hmm. We took them to the chamber of ritual purification. And while Usareb and the others, under the guidance of Nenuraset, hideously tortured the two to death and sacrificed them. I was forced to read the words. Once I started I couldn't stop and then once I stopped I couldn't stop hearing them. I couldn't stop thinking about them like a grain of sand stuck in your teeth. I couldn't stop worrying at it. I think I went mad then. You should go. There is an evil here beyond anything that you understand.
3: We are going to try to stop it. But the way out of the sphinx is is clear. In um, and, and the bedroom right outside the store, there's a cat. Like, the outside <laughs> of the...
4: You should grab it. Um, it's one of your friends. And Rahi uh, is actually not too far away. If you want to go wait with her, she can mm-hmm. take you back to the rest of your people. She's at the end of the, of the row
3: of sphinxes with some camels.
0: I can't go. The guardians sleep in the room outside, and they will attack me if I go through. They will probably attack you if no, you walk past. No, If
1: you stay in the middle, they can't see you. Also, no, we no, came in through there. No.
0: The cultists. Oh, we dealt with them. No, no. The masked men.
4: Yeah, we killed them too.
0: When they were done torturing them, they infused their bones and cursed their spirits so that they could never join their pharaoh in death and bound them into the floor.
5: Oh. Their
0: spirits cannot flee. Huh. Coming this way, you were probably safe, but going back, there's a back way. He points towards the door that leads off of this room. I know a way out.
1: Then you should take it. Wait,
3: it let you leave to put the cat outside. Maybe it's in the altar room.
2: It might be in the altar room. Mm -hmm. Or it's in the hallway that we took to get into this room.
4: Can I know something about something like this? Like, is that a thing, a ritual that's possible, a spell that exists? I don't know.
0: To bind a spirit like that?
4: Well, into the floor and make it some sort of trap.
0: Fortunately, you don't have enough details on that, but it's quite possible that they killed them, cast create undead, created some sort of spirit maybe, um, and then buried it's their bones. If another one of Although... those
3: freaking mud zombies, I'm gonna drive down to Dallas and smack <laughs> you. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, wrong adventure path. <laughs> again you're not sure
3: so there's a there's a back way out through this door
0: yes follow me
3: I mean we're not leaving well I mean maybe we should know the back way out just in case mm,
4: I mean might as well
0: the moftet leads you from this chamber remind me to give you experience as if you had defeated him in battle
4: yay, yay. I'm I, I don't, <laughs> don't want to hurt
3: him the poor guy
0: I know from here he leads you into a side room bloody streaks smearing the surrounding wall. Uh, again, you can tell that these streaks are written in Sphinx, hey,
5: I can and read are that. more
0: riddles. It's
5: just probably, probably his scene. own
3: blood. Don't I don't want to read, read them.
0: Uh, some of it, he went back out into the main room to get some more paint, basically.
2: <laughs> uh,
0: great. Which is why you kept seeing those handprints in the blood across the ah, altar. Ah, I see. Yeah. But the broken splinters of wood that may have once been furniture are strewn about this chamber. The uh headless and mostly devoured body of a half dozen snakes, their carcasses torn and shredded, sit in a small sad heap.
4: Ah, okay. Fair they enough. They kept
2: with their offerings and mm-hmm. that they kept coming for
0: him to eat. Interesting. He makes his way over towards the wall along one side. Where you can see the wall is almost it's almost collapsed inward partially.
4: We should be
3: near where the other paw is, shouldn't we? We're well, in the paw, I think.
2: We're yeah, we're in that like arm area.
0: This, what was once a secret door, he pries open. Rubble falls in and you can see a small crawlway leading its way out and smell fresh air.
3: Oh, nice. Good. All right. So if you head outside and follow the line of sphinxes to the very end, you'll find Rahi with some camels. Just wait for us there.
5: Mm -hmm. Okay.
3: Are any of the others... Savable? Yeah. Regret this decision like you...
0: The others seem to have gone into it willingly.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, they were probably just as full as Usurib, by Usurab as I was, but none of them seem to regret the power that they gained here.
4: How long ago was the sacrifice of them cultists made?
0: A week, maybe.
4: And do you know anything about the bee baby? The larva? the Yeah, the three-ray baby.
0: I, th- I think I remember hearing them mention something. Yeah. I haven't been able to sleep since that ritual. The riddles wouldn't leave me alone.
3: Masika gives him a couple trail rations out of her bag. Alright, we might be in here for a little bit longer. We have to deal with the uh, zoo and the rest of the cultists of the Forgotten Pharaoh, but here's some, here's some food and we'll meet up with you and Rahi when we finish.
1: Oh yeah, tell Rahi um, we're not dead. Yeah. Yes, and be careful, there still may be cultists of the Forgotten Pharaoh about so just
4: be discreet
2: if you fly high enough they shouldn't be able to see you easily
4: mm-hmm. yes okay yeah the clappers who are gone or not the clappers were, what the uh
2: <laughs> Geertablilu.
4: the Geertablilu are gone which
2: I never thought would roll off my tongue so easily mm-hmm. when we first started this
0: there's another um he points over towards the corner of the room with the smashed remnants of the bed I'd found something I haven't been able to get it to work, but some sort of magic. Mm. I was trying to use it, and perhaps it'll be more use for you than it was for me. Some other trinkets I'd collected, things that I was hoping to... He shuffles his feet. Things I was hoping maybe I could barter if I managed to escape, since my people wouldn't take me back.
4: Ah, they'll take you.
0: Rayu is not a forgiving sort.
4: He's changed since you saw him last, I bet.
0: He nods. Turns crawls up through the uh, the collapsed rubble here, you're going to guess crawling back out of the front of the structure.
4: I'm going to detect magic.
0: There are two magical auras coming magic. from the corner of the room.
4: Hollis is like, sweet. We helped a guy. Totally worth a six-level spell. Very fun and good. <laughs> and also magic.
0: Uh, so first off, going over there and digging through this pile, you can find a collection of coins and small tokens. <laughs> uh, and grand total these add up to 600 gold pieces. Oh, nice. In addition, are two magical items.
4: I roll a nat 20 on my first spellcraft for a 42.
0: Nice. Very nice. All right. Do you want to go ahead and roll for the other one?
4: Yeah. And then I roll a seven for a 29.
0: You are able to identify both of these.
4: Yay. I'll
0: give you the less cool one first and then the really cool one. Cool. Uh, so first off, you find a sturdy bronze ring in the shape of a ram's head with two small rubies <laughs> for eyes. Oh, Nice. This is a nice. Ring of the Ram. Nice. Call us want. I want to punch people with a ram. That's more like you're next to me. <laughs> well, bye. <laughs> yeah, I
2: was, I was going to say, it's more the fact you can yeet people away from you.
4: Yes, I'd like to yeet people, please.
0: The other one is an exceptionally rare magical item.
4: Ooh,
1: rare. Ooh. And
0: by that, I mean published in this book magical item. Ooh. Uh, this is an item known as a Mythopic Sphinx. Burp. It is a small statue carved from sandstone depicting a female Sphinx. This is a powerful tool for divination.
5: Cool. Yes,
3: please. (laughs) Dang.
0: Once per week, the possessor can ask the mythopic Sphinx about an important person, place, or thing. The Sphinx then animates and relates the legends about the subject in either common, draconic, or Sphinx as what? if with the legend lore spell.
2: Holy wow. cow, a yeah. legend lore anyone can use? Dang.
3: Masika wants this much, very much badly.
0: In addition, oh wait, it gets better. A Mythopic Sphinx can be used as a focus component. This replaces the normal focus or material components for Augury, Divination, and legend lore.
3: Yeah, Masika, Masika wow. is gonna claim that in the name of her.
0: Uh, Since this is a focus and not a material, it means it is not consumed. So you no longer need incense or anything like that to cast those spells. That's really cool. In addition to this.
2: Oh my gosh, it keeps going.
0: The possessor of a mythopic sphinx gains a plus four bonus on diplomacy checks to influence sphinxes. Nice. (laughs) Nice. In addition to this. (laughs) Oh my gosh. The possessor of a mythophic Sphinx can also use the figurine to call a Geno Sphinx to its presence and bargain for her services, as if using the planar ally spell to call upon an outsider. A mythophic Sphinx permanently loses all of its magical abilities when used to call a Sphinx in this way, Mm. becoming a mundane stone statue, regardless of whether or not the Sphinx agrees to serve the possessor. (laughs) Neat.
4: Wow. All right,
3: yeah, Masika's like gimme, gimme, gimme.
0: Yeah, okay, so <laughs> just
2: just for not that we're it gonna is sell 13, this. worth thirteen thousand
0: gold pieces. There
2: you go. I was like, we're not gonna sell this, but um, holy cow.
4: We're gonna ask it about Hawketap <laughs> is what we're gonna do.
2: That sounds like a really good idea, actually.
4: Not right now. Holy cow, that's a good
2: magic item. That's up there that's with finding awesome. that uh that golem that you
0: could ride around in.
4: Yeah, this is way more useful than that golem. Though. I
2: mean, it's yeah, it's a little <laughs> bit more useful than that actually. Wow. Uh, yep. man, it's a caster fantastic. level
0: uh eleven takes up no slot. Uh weighs two pounds. Rad. Bowser's. That's cool. And a ring of the ram.
4: That's fun. I've been a ring of the ram some <laughs> when they're my face cultists and they're cool. dang step up step up. Step up to this, son.
0: <laughs> you see no further directions to go here.
4: Huh. I imagine we're gonna go back across
0: yeah,
2: I guess we're going to be like on our guard, though, because my assumption is these spirits are going to just fly out of the flagstones at some point here. So we'll probably go it a little bit slow.
4: He seems to think they're in that other hallway. And also Narmer heard screaming.
0: I did. Like the well of the damned coming from behind stone.
4: Which is exactly what these guys sound like.
2: And we know that the mafthed that appeared and fought us in Iran didn't come here.
4: Which means if this thing, if it, if we have a, if everybody in our group dies down here, we have that to look forward to.
2: Let's not then, and uh, you know,
0: <laughs> just survive.
1: Yeah, I'd, I'd rather not think about that sort uh, that sort
4: of inevitability. Mm.
0: Oh, Ashu, we learned a very important thing.
4: Don't read the dang riddles.
0: No, that you can stop these cultists by exploding by using a wish.
4: Yeah, well. I, yeah, I don't,
3: <laughs> I don't think we have any access to that kind of magic, armor.
2: No, no, we don't. Not and really. I, we shouldn't be messing with wishcraft anyway. I've grew up on horror stories of what happens when you make wishes with genies.
0: Much the worse it could happen.
1: You um, could. You I die. Think we're in it right now. Yep.
0: And oh, then I your sure. soul
2: is bound to a floor and you have to stay there the rest of your life.
0: Or no. What if die. I wish to be a real boy?
4: You don't need to be a real boy. You might be nope. a real boy that's okay. real sick and dies immediately.
1: Yes, <laughs> think about it this way. If you become real, you are a fish out of water. Also, you can't be friends with Suni forever. Sure.
2: Oh my gosh, that would be amazing. And you
3: couldn't be my familiar anymore either in armor.
0: There's also a <laughs> cluck cluck. And also, he'd probably be transformed with a scorpion still inside of him.
4: Oh, he'd still have a scorpion inside, is what Sugar says. Which means you would die. Uncomfortable.
0: Oh yeah, it's probably, that's probably not good.
3: You're a real boy anyway. Masika pats him. What even is real? <laughs> it's
0: true. <laughs> but sometimes, sometimes I just dream about shitting in the sand. I'm feeling the sunlight bouncing off my my face as I sit there and snack on a, a skewer of meat.
4: I know some really weird golem crafters that use flesh uh, back in Nex. If you're really Ugh. into it, I wait. I think what? Not. Yeah, you can make a flesh golem. It's a whole thing. He's not quite a golem, but you
3: know what I mean. Sika looks horrified.
2: Uh, Suki looks <laughs> disgusted.
5: <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh,
0: I'll be the first and only fish golem.
1: Hmm, you'd spell bad. you actually be through.
0: You make your way out, begin to cross across this uh, the central, you guess, sacrifice chamber? I Disgusting. believe he referred to it as the uh, chamber of purification. I yeah. think that was right.
1: Yeah. I'm go with sacrificial altar.
0: Chamber of ritual purification. Yeah. yeah. Purification yeah.
3: in air quotes.
0: You're purified from your life. As you begin to approach the far side of this room, a door stands directly ahead of you, leading deeper into the complex. However, go ahead and give me a perception roll for the party.
5: oh
4: To notice we're about to get jumped by hey, two cultists. I might notice something.
2: Hey, I'll notice something.
4: Oh, this is sugar sheet. Hold on. Uh, I rolled a 19 for a 31.
2: I rolled a perfect
4: 20, Boom. which gives me so a 44- Masika Rad. and Narmer
3: both roll fours, which gets Masika an 11 and Narmer an 18.
1: So Jordan, I just switched luck because I rolled a natural one.
5: Yeah,
0: it's fair. <laughs> <got> a
1: 19. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so as you make your way forward, Citra, you keep an eye. I imagine you're getting ready to look over this door probably as you nervously approach it, expecting more traps in this place. Oh, yeah. Masika having this whole conversation with Narmer about, like, he doesn't need to be made of flesh and all the rest of that stuff. Ahollis, you kind of pause. feeling a little bit of a tingling on the back of your neck. Mm. You, like, look about the room. Sudi, you cock your ear as you hear something. Your ear pivots. Your other ear pivots in the opposite direction. They both kind of flatten down.
4: Oh, samurai.
0: The ground beneath your feet shifts. Uh Uh-oh. As one arm and then another crawls out of the earth, the ground begins to. Violently vibrate as you begin You've to feel your feet sinking, sinking into me. the oh, earth. Yeah, right. so don't change much. that dial. You are not on the wrong podcast. In what? fact, this is not Tyrant's Grass.
5: Oh, This it? is so weird! <laughs> I
0: was surprised by this and the serendipity of the fact that this episode and that episode come out back to back. Oh, my God. For anyone confused about this, check out our Patreon exclusive Tyrant's Grass Chapter. 42 uh, <laughs> and we'll pick it up here next time uh, oh I I my it. this
4: has to have delighted you
2: to no end the fact that you get getting to run this twice
4: surprised and
1: delighted yeah, this is still gonna suck either way
5: uh, yeah. <laughs> oh no